0: My name is Grace Hupton, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Do you guys want to hear something cheesy? <laughs> I know you always want to hear something cheesy. Uh, but about the intro music for this podcast, you know, I, I love it a lot. It's super happy. It's what I wanted, just something to be, that something that makes me smile. But the the name of the track is actually called Endless Love Story. I was like, oh, how cute is that? You know, we're in this endless love story with Jesus. (laughs) I know, super cheesy, but I thought maybe someone out there would appreciate that. So whenever you hear that intro music, I hope it reminds you that you are in an endless love story with God and how it will go on forever. And that is your most important relationship that you will ever be in. So let's get into the topic today. It is called the promiser over the promise always. And it may not be the best flowing (laughs) title, but this is the actual phrase that's been rolling around in my spirit for months. That's, this is what the Holy Spirit brings to my remembrance as I just live every single day, the promiser over the promise always. So as single people out there, if you are believing for a spouse, if you feel like that that is something that God has promised you that you're going to be married just remember that he needs to be above that promise always because I used to be in a season where it kind of took over my thought life of where is, where is my husband? Well, for one thing it's because there's this great pressure and expectation from, you know, just society and our culture with social media and your friends and your family to be married. And if you don't get married, it's like this unspoken things, like starts, that there's something wrong with you. And so I felt like my, my reputation was on the line because, you know, I'm, I'm a leader in the church. And if I'm not finding my husband, then I'm doing something wrong and I need to make sure that I'm doing everything I should be doing and da, 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 da. But in my pursuit, in my prayer time, in my fasting, and my believing, I discovered that I started putting that pursuit of finding my husband above my pursuit of my relationship with God. And that's where the Holy Spirit came in and told me it needs to be the promiser over the promise. Always. Even when you get the promise fulfilled, you have to keep God number one in your life all the time. And I hope that this encourages you to do the same thing that you don't give up on your, on your heart's desires. You don't give up on what God's given you to believe for, but you just have to keep your priorities in line and make sure that he is number one in your priority list and I just want to start off with just some scriptures about how blessings do come from our awesome God, our wonderful Father, in James one seventeen it says "Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of Lights. You know he wants to give his his kids good gifts, like in matthew seven eleven it says So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? So he is a good father and he does give good gifts and he keeps his promises. That's just who he is. He's a good God and good things come from him. He loves to bless. He loves to give. He loves to provide. That's who he is. And so it's not about, you know, one or the other seeking God or uh, believe in God for his blessings. It is kind of a simultaneous thing as you seek God He gives you the desires of your heart just like that verse that says seek first the kingdom of God And then all these things will be added unto you things that you need in your life but there needs to be a priority set that seeking him first Pursuing who he is needs to be more important than pursuing what he can give you and it's important to make sure that our priority is seeking the blesser more than the blessing. And I love the scripture, what David said in Psalms 27, four, he says, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the one thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord, of the Lord, all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. Let me just read that again. He, the one thing that David wanted to seek most was to live in the house of the Lord all the days of his life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. David wanted to be with the Lord, to meditate on his perfections and his goodness and who he is. And God said that David is a man after his own heart. And that's a challenge that I want to go after. I want to be Someone that the Lord says that about me, that grace is a woman after God's own heart. And that can be you as well. Let God be the most important thing that you seek above even your desire to be married. Because the, sometimes people can put their desire to be married as like an idol in their life. It's like if they don't get married, it's not it won't be well with them. They become depressed. They become down. And they're seeking after wanting to be married above their relationship with God. Just make sure that your relationship with God is number one in your heart. Jesus needs to be your first love. Even those who are married, even those who are in a relationship, Jesus has to be number one in your life, in your heart, even above your your boyfriend, girlfriend, above your spouse. Jesus needs to be your first love. You need to cultivate that loving relationship. And you need to be red hot on fire with your love for Jesus because he said that if you're lukewarm, he'll spew you out of his mouth. He doesn't take second place. He doesn't take backseat. Jesus says, I need to be number one. I need to be your first love. I need to be priority in your life because that's what it takes to be in a relationship with him. He has to be Lord. He has to be number one and don't allow your desire and pursuit of a spouse be greater than your desire and pursuit of God. So I'm not saying stop believing for your spouse. I'm not saying stop praying and putting your faith out there and believing God for the promise that he's given you, but don't let that become greater than your pursuit for him. Because here's the thing, there's always going to be something in your life that you're believing God for. Whether it's, Uh, The next step in your ministry or if you're believing God for financial increase so you can have a greater impact in the kingdom of God. You know, you should. You should always be stretching. You should always be going outside your comfort zone. You should always be relying on God for something new because you have to keep putting your faith out there. What's the, the scripture that says we walk by faith and not by sight? And so if you walk by faith and not by sight that means you can't see something in the natural so you're seeing it through the eyes of faith and so you're believing God for something that you can't see. I'm just saying like you there is a stretching and a growing in your faith and believing God for something but all along the way in your life's journey there's a common denominator throughout your entire life and that is your pursuit of God himself, your relationship with him, you worshiping him for who he is and not for the things that he can give you. Because if your relationship with God is you bringing your laundry list of things for him to give you or do for you, there needs to be a shift in your relationship. And then I'm not saying put your prayer list away. No, you keep it there, but bring alongside your praise and your worship unto God, your love relationship with him. When was the last time that you just had time with him where you were just talking with him without bringing requests to him And, and ask the Lord to speak to you? It's like, Lord, what, what would you have to say to me today? Be wide open with your heart and your relationship with him. And so in my journey of this, where God told me the promiser over the promise always was when I was, you know, pursuing the promise of my husband and I was fasting and praying and believing. And that was the center focus of my time with God. And in my time of discouragement, because it didn't seem like it was happening, God just started speaking to me and saying, can you seek me for me? Like, can you put this aside for a moment? Can you just come to me? And so I did, I, I listened to him and I, I kind of put that to the side and I said, okay, Lord, and I just spent time seeking him, pursuing him, worshiping him for who he is with no other agenda. I wasn't seeking him so that I could get my husband. I was seeking him because I wanted a deeper, meaningful relationship with him. And he kind of took me through some scriptures And the one story that he he kind of laid on my heart was about the Israelites and how they were in slavery in Egypt for 400 years. And then God supernaturally delivers them like just incredible. No denying that it was of the hand of God, miracles and signs and wonders. And they were set free from their slavery. And then God led them into the wilderness. And then it was like instantly they got upset because they didn't have all of their needs met. And so they start complaining and muttering to God, like, "Well, we don't have this and we don't have that. And God got angry at their complaining and their muttering because he just delivered them from slavery. He just did this incredible thing. And instead of continually praising him and thanking him for that, they just look at the next thing they didn't have and started to complain about it. And we can do that in our own lives where we can, God can deliver you. God can do something supernatural and miraculous in your life. And you thank him for it and you praise him for it. And you keep on going with your life and the next day and the next day after that. And then something else happens or you're lacking something else in your life. And the first thing that you want to do is to start complaining about it or muttering about it. Like, well, Lord, what about this? Lord, what about that? And you like, like, can't you just praise God and thank God for what he just did for you? And I'm not saying don't pursue the blessing and the promise, but I'm saying, make sure that you don't forget what God had just, has just done for you. Like for me, what God reminded me of was he, he brought me into my calling as a worship leader. And I've been doing this full time now for about two and a half years. Before that, I was the pastor's assistant. And before that I was in Bible school and you know, every step is important. Every step is a journey. But he made that transition happen from me being pastor's assistant to me being the worship and arts director at our church. And God brought that to my attention. He said, what about this amazing, miraculous thing that I just did for you? I'm like, oh yeah, Lord, you, you did do that. And he started bringing other things to my remembrance of things that he blessed me with and things that, that I have in my life. And he said, can't you thank me for that and praise me for that? I'm like, yes, Lord, yes, I can. And I started thanking him and praising him for it and pursuing him in my relationship because the Israelites, they basically just got upset and then they forgot him. When Moses went up on the mountain, they were like, forget this. Let's make our own gods. And they got completely off track. And that's not going to be my story in Jesus name. I'm like, of course, that's quite extreme, but the principles still apply where you could look to something else other than God to get your answer. Because for me, the Lord has told me to take a back seat when it comes to waiting for my husband. Like I said before, I was on online dating. You know, I've, I've been on dates. You know, I've, it's not like I haven't been out there and trying. People keep thinking that I'm not doing anything. It's like, well, like, no, I've put myself out there in many different ways. I've been on dates. There've, you know, I've been in awkward <laughs> situations. And God told me to just stop. For me personally, that's been my instruction from him was to just get off online dating to not be dating people. And that's where I am right now. So for me, I could get to the place where God's not answering me. I'm going to make this happen on my own and I'm going to go in the direction that I want to go in to get what I want. Like the Israelites did. They were like, well, God's not doing things for us. Let's go off and do our own thing. So you just have to make sure that finding your husband doesn't become an idol in your life becomes like the thing for you. It's like number one priorities. I have to be married. Then then that becomes an idol. So you have to make sure that God is number one. He is your number one love. He is your number one pursuit. And rest in the fact that he is a good father. Like we said in the other scriptures, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights. And he knows how to give good gifts to you. He knows how to give good gifts to you. So I'm not saying don't stop believing God. Don't stop asking him for the promise, for the blessing, but just make sure that your priorities are in order and that he is your number one love and he is your number one pursuit. I love the scripture in John four, when Jesus is explaining, um, to the woman at the well about worship. And he told her, the father is seeking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. He is seeking for those who will lay things aside and and seek after Him for who He is and worship Him in spirit and in truth. He's looking for them. And the Bible says that when we draw close to Him, then He'll draw close to us. He wants to have an intimate, personal, deep, meaningful relationship with you. He truly does. He's in love with you. He is so in love with you. And He doesn't want to take backseat. He doesn't want to take number two next to your hopes for a husband. Even when you do get married, your husband cannot be number one over Jesus. He, Jesus has to remain number one in your life. And so will you be that person? Will you be the person that God can find as you seek him? Because he's seeking after you. And again, that scripture that says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And let me tell you that God is not incapable of bringing your dreams about. If they are in line with the word, if they are in line with what God has for you, it's going to happen. But keep pursuing God, the promiser over the promise, always. Because guess what? As you seek him, it's like all the troubles and the worries and the cares of this world just fade away. Because seeking him is our greatest purpose in life. And he will satisfy your every need. And in your love relationship with him, you find fulfillment, you find joy, you find everything that you feel like is lacking in your heart, because it's said a lot in the Christian world, but it's so true. There's a God shaped hole in your heart that only he can fill. And so as you seek him, he'll fill that void And then he will give you the desires of your heart. And so I pray that that encourages you today. I want to challenge you to seek after God more than you have before. Do something extra. Do something more to show God that he is number one in your life. Show him that he takes priority. And say, you know what, Lord? I'm not even going to bring up my needs today. I'm just going to pursue you. I'm going to seek after you. I want to get into your presence. And I want to experience your love Uh, in such a new and real way. And I'm telling you, as you pursue him, as you draw close to him, he will draw close to you. That is a promise in the Bible. Hold on to that promise that as you draw close to him, he will draw close to you and you will have such a deep and meaningful relationship with the most wonderful person that you could ever be in a relationship with. And so that is it. I love you all so much. I pray that this has blessed you today. Share this with someone that you feel could be encouraged by this. And just continue to seek the promiser over the promise always. And he will fulfill your every need because he is so awesome, isn't he? Well, have a blessed week and I will see you all next Wednesday. Bye-bye.